Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Angela Fischetti is a physical fitness, yoga instructor, and licensed massage therapist specializing in wellness for older adults. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome, Angela Fischetti. Greetings and welcome, Angela. Hello, Amy, <laughs> my sister. How are you? Yeah, that's our, that's our thing that we, we call each other sister. <laughs> sister from another mister. <laughs> it's very true. There's so much in common. Yes, we do. We have a lot in common. And one of the things we do have in common is our love for helping people to heal through learning about the whole food plant-based lifestyle. And then of course you extend it even further because you love anything that has to do with physical fitness, which you are an expert at. Oh, uh, let's see. Now, somebody said that your sound isn't good. Talk a little more and let's see. Um, can you, Oh, I'm lagging. Yep. Sounds like you're lagging. You might have to let yourself out and then put yourself back in. Now I, and, I have, um, I have, the computer, just so you know, is set up on the cable from computer yeah. directly into uh, the modem. Well, I think that you should just exit out and then come back in. On that, okay, so I have to go back to your link. Yeah, just okay. let you, just remove yourself and then come back in. Okay. And that and that might help. So uh, I'm, I'm glad just, that, that just, we got that feedback. Do I totally get, uh, do yeah. I just- I'll totally just take you out and then you can come back in. So I'm glad that uh, that we got that feedback about Angela's sound and everything because we're going to have to see. She's going to try and, and exit out of this broadcast and then she's going to pop back in. So we'll wait for her to exit out because she hasn't finished exiting out yet. And then she'll pop back in. And thank you for the feedback because what Angela has to tell us today and show us today is so important and we don't want to miss it and we don't want the sound to be distorted if at all possible. But we are at the mercy of the, the internet and, and all that. So I wanted to welcome all of you guys here. I'm glad that you're here because today Angela's going to share some information, but she does have a story because we're going to be talking about osteoporosis today. And with osteoporosis, Angela was once diagnosed with the osteoporosis of a 90-year-old. And to see someone as vibrant as she and, and she looks so healthy and to think that that is something that happened to her is just so amazing. And I'm, she's going to talk to us about that because she has come back from that with her change in her lifestyle and also, of course other aspects, including her fitness. And she really has improved her, her status as far as that goes. So for those of you that are dealing with osteoporosis or are worried about it or have some loved ones that are dealing with osteoporosis, this is going to be a great broadcast for you. And you guys are going to really be learning a lot from Angela. And because she once she learned that she was diagnosed with this osteoporosis of a 90-year-old. Oh, here's, let's see if she's back. How are you doing, Angela? 
I don't know how am I doing. <laughs> I think I don't think you're lagging anymore. Okay, you know what? I think it was having too high of a definition. Okay, well, as you can see, we put up on the screen that you you told people because not everybody knew that you were once diagnosed with the osteoporosis of a ninety year old, and that's that's what we were talking about. And this way, I felt like this was going to give encouragement to everyone to know that that this happened to you and oh i i wanted to some share some love because let's see we have oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much thank you oh sweet this is my zoom unity chat buddy oh yeah. and is it vi hi hi greetings vi thank you and sakura hi did you say hi Okay, and Skyla says she can hear you now. So Hi, that's Skyla. great. Thank Hi, Skyla. Greetings. <laughs> oh, and they say well, we want the replay to be good too. And yes, we do. We do appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Oh my goodness, I'm really touched. I'm really moved. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, so that's what I was kind of uh, filling people in as far as that went. That you actually had that diagnosis and you're going to talk more about that in a little bit. And then we're, you're also going to be doing some actual demonstrations of some important exercises to learn about when you're dealing with osteoporosis or even if you're just trying to maybe prevent it. So, yeah. yeah. So in the meantime, what we like to do is we like to play our game, which is true or false. It's time for true or false on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below, and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Actually, I should have made a true or false that you were once diagnosed with osteoporosis <laughs> of a 90-year-old. That would have been a good one. <laughs> you know, and they put it in writing like that to me, too. They just, 90 years old, I was like, well, all right, I understand. I get it. <laughs> well, our first question is, because dark green leafy veggies are very low in caloric density, they do not contribute to bone health. So Green Warriors, type in true or false. What do you think the answer is? And then Angela, who has learned so much about osteoporosis, <laughs> is going to weigh in on this answer. So go ahead, Angela. Well, it's false. It is as false as they make them. So um, I wanted to give a little bit of support to this. So I just, you know, did some research and I went to a website that typically is not, well, I'll put it this way. They're not loving on the plants. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's webmd.com. Well, they gave um, a slideshow list of about 10 different, uh, different like foods that you could have. And um, number one, I almost passed out and the animal products were down on the bottom. So um, this particular, like a slideshow study, I want to call it, is called Superfoods for Your Bones. And it was published on webmd.com on 2-22-22. So you're okay. never going to forget that, okay? Mm -hmm. And basically they call it go darker with your greens. And the whole thing is, is that bone loves minerals, just loves 
loves minerals in food. And so they, they mentioned calcium and vitamin K. That's kind of reductionist to me. However, it's there. And I was thrilled to see it. Um, and the more minerals, the more dark green leaves, the better. But I want to put a little medical disclaimer to that, Amy. If people are medicated with blood thinners, that could become a problem. So um, unfortunately, some of the allopathic community will say, well, no dark green leaves for you at all. And that's it. Well, actually, if you kind of negotiate with them, you'll find that there are those who are open to decreasing your dosage to allow for the greens. I'm just saying, because I'm real big about being a self-advocate for health. Yeah, that's good to know. It's very important. Yeah, yeah, don't call, don't see this show and then if you're taking these meds and you're gonna start pummeling down those greens, no, no. Yep. Okay, so the next one, oh, and I, I guess we had, we had some people that actually gave some answers, so they did a good job. Look, look, that's great. <laughs> look at that. And there's just gas. Hi. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Okay. So our next one is osteoblasts are bone cells that break down old bone. Yeah. So there's something to be learned about the osteoporosis and the osteoblasts and the osteoclasts. There's a, there's a lot of science to this. So now okay. I have you is frozen. Okay, you're back. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it is false. So those cells are called osteoclasts. Mm -hmm. So how I like to remember them is like like osteoclasts kill old bone. That's what I think. You know, just to help me remember it. Right, and and sometimes people think that that that's a bad thing. No. Right? Some people think, oh, I'm supposed to take medication to prevent that from happening. Oh, it's a process of bone buildup and bone breakdown. That's a whole that's process. Right. We don't want to step in the way of that. That's right. Because that's that's how our bone, bones get stronger and that's more right. dense, right? Is because our, our body is constantly going through these tiny microscopic fractures in our mm -hmm. bones. And then the body builds them back up and patches them up and then they get even stronger. It's the same concept with weightlifting as it pertains to muscles. There's a breakdown and a buildup process. The body is achieving homeostasis. Get out of its way. Get out of its way. <laughs> I'm glad that you talked about the muscle thing because people, I think a lot of people are familiar with, well, if I, when I, when I lift weights, I get that tear kind of in my muscle, micro tear. micro tear, but that's a good thing because that's right. It's a process it, of breaking down, but then building up and being stronger. I just, I want to let your viewers know that we're dealing with some inclement weather. Yes. This is part of the outskirts of Nicole and tropical storm and hurricane and all that. So some of it, you might see a little bit of glitches folks only because we have some issues going on outside. Yes, that's right. And we communicated with each other and, and we said, are you on for this inclement weather broadcast? <laughs> Again, in your and we both said, well, we're, we're going to be safe and we're going to go for it. We're Hopefully it won't be like with Maya because with I did a broadcast with Maya recently and I was gone and everybody thought that I 
went away into uh, another place, but it was just my electricity. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's kind of dark in here, folks. Believe it or not, I have windows open and all that. It's super black outside. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. So as you were talking about with the muscles, you get those micro tears and that makes you build more muscle. And that's what you, that's what you want to do is build more bone. So you want to get those little micro, what do you call them? Micro fractures. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we have one more true or false. And that is osteoporosis means porous bone. True or false screen warriors. <laughs> we should have that little Jeopardy kind of music in the background or something. Okay. Angela, tell us what it is. <laughs> and you showed it. You yes. Showed I'm going to show it again. Hang on. If I can, yeah. Okay. There we go. And it's, it's a remarkable difference, isn't it? Right. So, remarkable. so. You can see where it says normal bone right. and, but you still do have, you don't, it's not a solid structure, the bone. Right. right. Exactly. And, but the thing is, is on, on my right, as I see it. Okay. On the my light, right, the lighter color one version. The one that's osteoporotic. The one that's more. Yeah. So the darker color version is the osteoporotic. Right. Bone. That's what I'm looking at. So mm -hmm. on my, on, when on my right, but yeah. Might be seeing as there. So what I'm seeing is just, incredibly thin lattice work. So this is, this is frail bone. And, and then you look at the size of the holes and there's more or larger. And that separation is all much thinner in between those holes. You see the difference in the two. Right. So yeah. Mine was once that way. Mine ain't that way no more. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to mention something, Amy, for yeah. everybody. To understand that osteoporosis is a pathology, osteopenia is not. And unfortunately, in today's day and age, what's happening is it's starting to get treated as if it is yeah. a pathology. Now, I'm not saying to just be light about it and just dismiss the information. Heck, it it's what drives me and my work, okay? But I am age-appropriate osteopenia, and I put it that way on purpose because we are bound to lose estrogen. It's normal as we get older, and therefore that affects the bone density. But that's why the strength training is important, balance work, all of it. Right. So even if you haven't been diagnosed, and even if your, your primary care physician is satisfied with your bone density... It doesn't, especially as we age, we really yes. have to pay attention to that. Absolutely, even far more important to do it. But I want to get people started as, as youngsters, in particularly today's times. This is a time when the children are just simply not exercising. No, no, you're very, very, very true. So did you, is there anything else that you want to talk about before you started the- Yeah, if you don't mind, that's okay. Just go ahead just wanted to chat a little bit. Basically what I'm going to be doing here today with you folks is um, sharing my anecdotal experience of downgrading osteoporosis to that age appropriate osteopenia. Now this said, it's real important to Amy right now that I, I read a, a medical disclaimer that I wrote out. I think it's super important at this stage because I don't I don't want to step outside of my scope of work, folks. And this is anecdotal, sharing my experience. However, for a medical disclaimer, 
If you have any of the following spine issues, this includes osteoporosis, all right? Or postural deviations that can be associated with osteoporosis, like hyperkyphosis, all right? Uh, spinal stenosis, herniated or bulging discs, uh, degenerative disc disease, and the list goes on and on when it comes to the spine. Please, please pay attention when I say this is contraindicated when I, I'm presenting the work. So um, I would say to those of you who have osteoporosis, I'm going to tell you, I don't want you to do the workout yet. I want you to watch. I want you to watch and see, hmm, I can't do that, but I can do that. Because trust me, when you have a diagnosis of something, you're pretty good at, at what you can't do. So you want to look for what you can do. But I would also invite a medical healthcare practitioner who knows your body best for, to help you make this informed decision. Let them see the video and they can say, hey, for what your specific issues are, that be good, that be good. Why not? I have people doing that all over the place. I got their physical therapists looking at the videos. I have their doctors look. Why not? So again, it's about being taking that next step in, in, in being a self-advocate for your health. Also, the same thing is going to apply for any of you who are medicated with anything at all because the medications affect several body systems simultaneously. Preview the video first, folks, then do what you can do, but seek the advice also of those people who know your body best to help you. The accessories we're going to use today. Now, do you have to use them? Maybe you are brand new to strength training. So then, no, you don't have to use them. But, you know, we've been, Amy and I have been doing this now for quite some time. So now I'm going to start talking to some of you about leveling up. And there are different ways to level up the work. You can level up through... Uh, increasing the weight. You can level up with increasing the length of the workout or increasing the number of times a week that you do the workout. But you can also level up through exercise toys. This is what I really like to call it. So, <laughs> you like to play with toys. So today what we're going to be using is I like um, yoga mats. I find that they're a little safer because they're a sticky mat to work on versus an exercise mat. Also going to be using, for me, from lightest to heaviest weights. So let's say you have one or two sets of weights. Great. You'll be all right. Um, I'm going to be using from five to 25 pounds today. And I'm also going to be using a fit ball, um, also known as a Pilates ball. If you don't have a ball, you can just wedge a pillow between your legs. You're going to see how I do that. Um, and I'm introducing a new idea to my own workout based on more research I just did, Amy. Blew my mind for balance. So I purchased wedges. So you Ooh, can wedges. stand on wedges and it's just a whole bunch of stuff. The thing here, folks, understand when you start utilizing these exercise accessories, guess what else they're good for? Because you're doing, you're working multiple muscle groups simultaneously. And you have to think about, oh, I got to control this thing between my legs and I'm standing on the thing and I got the weights. Guess what else it's great for? Cognitive impairment. Amy's going like this. <laughs> you guys would love this stuff. I, and it makes it like 
finally got to think about this. I've been you doing a squat a certain way for decades. Well, now I got another way to do it. My, my, my body and my brain is like, and that's exactly what I want to do. So um, I do just want to share with everybody that the information I culled for today's presentation is from doctors Frank Sabatino and Dr. Michael Clapper. And I have to tell you, a suggestion for everybody, if you've got to deal with osteoporosis, want to help prevent it. He has a 2015 video called Healthy Bones, Preventing and Reversing Osteoporosis. It's the bomb, folks. It's great. He talks about bones being living dynamic structures. He talks about the renewal process, the breaking up and the, uh, the, the building up and the breaking down of the bone. And he's just extremely, extremely thorough. But one thing I want to quote to you that he says, he says, um, let me just, yeah, okay. So the osteoblasts, right? We were kind of like on that true false. It was the class that did the killing, so to speak. Well, it's the osteoblasts that do the building. He says that wake, what wakes up our osteoblasts is when our bones are being used against gravity. What do you think we're going to do here, folks, today? We're going to gravity with the weight lifting. For Dr. Frank Sabatino, what we're doing is following guidelines established and most of the plant-based doctors do this. They follow American College of Sports Medicine for the strength training. They follow American Heart Association for the cardio work. So with the guidelines here established by ACSM, um, they talk about doing one to three sets of an exercise. A set is a group of repetitions. They talk about doing 10 to 12 repetitions. Angela says after 35 years, I'm going to make that a little bit broader and I'm going to go eight to 15 repetitions. They also talk about doing your exercise sequence for 20 to 30 minutes twice a week. Fantastic for beginners. But if you're not a beginner, level up more often, heavier. But what one thing that is consistent, you want to do these workouts on non-consecutive days. For the purposes of our workout today, Amy, we're going to be doing a combination of compound movements, which are multiple joints and typically multiple or big muscle groups. And all of the exercise will exercises will reflect activities of daily living. And, you know, you'll see why. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that your, your uh, circumstance is safe and that you're properly hydrated. And now I'm going to set up my line a little bit more. And I think, yes, I mean, you're going to even see me work with my standing desk i'm gonna you're gonna see it slowly lower down because it gives us a better view of the workout all right now when you say to do non-consecutive days is it kind of the same thing like as far as with muscles that you they need to rest for that's, at least 24 hours american college of sports medicine is talking about it from that perspective that you want to have that time in between this and that's what we were talking about earlier because you were talking about the micro tears, right? right? Right. And it's absolutely, it's absolutely normal to have that process. However, what happens is, um, I'm glad you're bringing this up. This takes us into basically um, what's an acceptable level of muscular discomfort for somebody when they're strength training. Because look, um, I don't want you to push you into inflammation. We want it. We want to. Be, we want to step outside of inflammation. We want to reduce inflammation, right? So when you um, are strength training, 
and you're working out, you know, you know what is working here with the belly of the muscle, but if you get a pain in your joint, that's unacceptable. You want to work at a level between on a scale, an effort scale of zero to 10, you want to work between six and eight. And it needs to be tolerable. That no pain, no gain stuff, that's just crap. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's not it. All right. So I think we would didn't have to do that. Yeah, we're good. All right, let me Are just ready? adjust myself accordingly. I'm going to step back just for a second, Amy. And I want to see here what we decided on. I need to. And what I'm going to be doing is I'll be ch making chapters of this broadcast so that when you watch it on a replay, you'll just be able to click on the chapter. And then, and when Angela begins the workout, you'll be able to click right onto that and just start it when you want, if you want to do this again later on. Cool. That sounds great. So Amy, we're going to be just doing supersetting today, which is alternating two different exercises back to back without any rest. Now, how we're going to start here is with a basic warm-up. I'm going to step a little bit closer because we seem to have the, the room here on the camera and all that. So what I want to warm up is that spine. Now, we're going to be doing the following movements of the spine. Spinal flexion, extension, lateral flexion, and rotation. When it comes to spinal flexion, all those people that have those different spine issues that I mentioned, it's contraindicated but I'm going to give you another variation, of course, that you can do. So first off, whenever we're doing our warm up, I wanna focus on standing with the legs, hips width apart. Now, how do we do that? You place the hands on the high pelvic bone called the iliac crest. You bring your hands to the inside of the pelvic bone. The fingers are pointing straight down, not turned in. You look down, you line up your ankles to knees, to the inside of the pelvic bone. That's hips width apart. Now, I'm gonna turn this way, and I'm gonna step closer now for you, bending the knees a bit, resting the hands lightly on the thighs. And on the inhale, I wanna present chest open, draw the shoulders back, lift the chin. And if you see here in the lumbar spine, this is called a spine extension. Now from here, for those of you with those spine issues, you come in to neutral while the rest of us go into spinal flexion, keeping the chin up until I can't go any further, tucking butt under, and lastly, lowering the head down. This is like doing a standing abdominal crunch. Inhale into spinal extension. Exhaling spinal flexion. I'm gonna do one more of each. Inhale, spine extension, and exhale, spine flexion. I'm going to hold here, drawing the belly button so deeply in. I want you to almost feel it coming out the small of your back. And then from here, I slowly roll on up, lifting the head on an inhalation and exhalation. Just take some nice big shoulder rolls. So that covers spine extension and flexion. Now, I want you to stand with your feet, mat width apart. Now, actually, I'm gonna go a little bit more narrow. I'm not gonna go quite mat width. I want you to see the toes here as well. But it is a little wider than hips width, okay? So we wanna do lateral flexion. That's basically just side bending. So I'm gonna slide my left hand down, my outer left thigh, 
as I slide my right hand to the waist, turning the sternum, the breastbone toward the ceiling. It's not a rotation back, it's just sternum to the ceiling. Now, if you have shoulder issues like rotator cuff or a neck issue with like a pinched nerve in the neck, keep your hand where it is if you're still in a lateral flexion. However, if you don't, then you can start to bring that arm up and over. Now, maybe this is your range of motion. That's all right. Stop there with a straight elbow. Don't do this thinking you're going further over because you're not and you're aggravating your shoulder. So keep the elbow straight and go to where you can. Now, I'm not sticking my hip out to the side. I'm stretching the muscles between the ribs, the intercostals, the obliques at the waist. It's a fantastic feeling. Inhale, you're going to turn that right palm toward the ceiling. Grab an imaginary hook. Exhale, push down into the right heel and vigorously reach out to the right to return to center. And I inhale down, exhale, hand to waist, sternum to ceiling. If the shoulder is an issue, keep hand on waist. Otherwise, just travel it up and over. So those intercostal muscles are responsible for 25% of your respiratory cycle. Inhale, palm up, grab a hook. Exhale, push down into the left heel, vigorously reach out to the left and come into the shoulder rolls. Now, you want to make sure that your circumstance is safe. I'm a little cluttered here, so I'm just going to be a little careful. I'm going to bring my legs wide apart. If you need to work here, that's all right. And basically, we're going to come into what I call an airplane motion, like so. So this is rotation of the vertebral column. I'm going to stop here. Back heel is lifted, ankle, knee, hip, following the line of my gaze out in front. I turn to the other side, same thing, back heel is lifted with the ankle, knee, and hip in the same line of my head. And we take a few more. Now, maybe you don't have a lot of space to airplane your arms. You could do this and still get that rotation. If I bring my feet closer together, I'm still getting that rotation. So then coming back to center. Now, we're going to move into the squat work, all right? And the type of squat we're going to do today is called a sumo squat, which is a wide squat. And I'm going to demonstrate it for those of you who don't have any weights. That's all right. I'm going to bring my feet out wide. I want to make sure that the toes are in the same line as each other. I'm a little forward here for you. Now, I'm lifting the toes inside the shoes. I'm going to sit back into a chair and then come on up. I can bring the arms out here if I want. Now, I'm going to show you to the side because I want you to see something. You're going to see that if the legs are too wide apart, when I come up, I can't do a little pelvic tuck squeeze at the top. So I'm going to adjust a little bit because now I can recruit those muscles just a little bit more. So that's how you can do it. I'm leveling up to a 25-pounder for this. There we go. Feet wide. And I'm sitting back and coming up, pelvic tuck. So I have to narrow up a little bit. There we have it. So I inhale to go down and back. Exhale up. By lifting the toes inside the shoes, you're going to recruit more of your gluteal muscles by pushing up through the heels, strengthening your shins, 
which is excellent for your knees, and then excellent for balance. You do eight to 15 repetitions. I'm gonna do one more. Turning the feet in, just be careful. When setting your weights down, make sure they're fully on their surface. I'm gonna superset this with a back exercise. This is great for postural deviations and also because I want you to be able to bend down and pick up something without a problem. It's called a bent over one arm row. Now, those of you with those spine issues, you're not gonna do this. What you're gonna do is you can sit or stand you can do both arms, and here's a row. The whole idea is to draw the shoulder blades toward each other in scapular retraction. We're doing a one-arm version today. You can also, for those of you without those spine issues, but you're new to it, you can do it bent over this way as well. Seated or standing, I'm going to grab a 20-pounder for this, and I'm coming into a split stance. I want to think about starting an old-fashioned lawnmower. Some of you are young, you might have to look it up. <laughs> so it's inhale, exhale, belly button is up and in. Keep the chest up, keep the chin up, keep your gaze out in front. Last one. Good. Now. I'm going to shift it over a little bit more, and I'm changing sides here. So it's a small apartment, but we've got the space here to do the workout. Where there's a will, there's a way, that's for sure. Belly button in, pull the tail back, back foot mostly straight, maybe slight turnout. One more. Great. I'm going to set this down. Move the bench. You're going to hear me say this out loud, folks. It's basically to remind myself what I need to do. Okay. And second set. Here we go. Sumo squat. Compound movement. Toes lifted inside the shoes. Squeeze that butt up top, folks. It's like a tiny little, what they call, posterior pelvic tilt. Push up from the heels, engage the gluteals. When the gluteals are weak, we fall. And then we really sustain some damage, particularly if there's osteoporosis at the hip. So I'm showing you different exercises I did and continue to do to maintain osteopenia. I'm going to go for one more. Turn the feet. Easy does. Just set it down. Move my bench. Back to that one-arm row. Split stance, start that lawnmower. Exhale on the effort, EE -E is how I think about it.
Everybody doing this out there? I hope so. Hope so you're doing some version of it or watching it for consideration. One more. Move the bench a bit. Switching off. Split stance. How are you doing with it, Amy? This is great. <laughs> I know you're manning the ship over there. Yeah, I have to man the ship and, and try to play along, too. Good for you. Just, just the stretching was awesome, you know? Good, good. I'm glad. That's what I want to hear. Good for you. Okay, now, so we're doing our first round, okay? Now, the next round, oh, man, I learned something, folks, recently about balance exercises. And I kept thinking, if we can't stand up, if I have people so weak that can't get up, how do I teach them balance? However, that's the more extreme case, right? But we can build up to that. Maybe we're not great at balance, but we can make it better. And we can make it better through strength training. Recent study done, well, I'll say it was 2015, not all that recent, but, you know, recent enough, talking about the importance of strength training for balance work, and particularly for those who are elderly. The muscles that we need to involve, folks, are the plantar flexor muscles. Well, what the heck are they? This is your calf muscles, soleus, gastrocnemius, and plantaris. The other muscle groups that you want to strengthen, quads, glutes, hip adductors, inner thighs. I have one exercise that's going to target all of it. So what I just pulled out was my wedges, all right? Now, if you don't have a wedge, you can work on the flat floor, too. That's okay. Before I actually start using the toys, I want to show you, though, on the wedge, you can see the feet pointing absolutely down. That's a plantar flexion. When you do this, let's say you want to stand up on you, you might have wedges. So you're bending the knees, but I'm thinking not sitting back into a chair. I'm sliding down almost like you want to think the back wall behind you. In my case, the white backdrop. See that? So the knees are not really... This is sitting back into a chair. It's a big difference, folks. And if you have knee issues, this is actually a pretty cool one. So I just want to show a few there. Now I'm going to tie in the rest of the toys. So here we go. Fit ball. When you use it, the plug does not point into your skin. So I do the front or the back, but not into the inner thighs. I'm going to grab my 20 pounders. And careful coming up on the wedge. All right. Toes are pointing down. So now sliding down and back up. Squeeze that ball. So I'm getting the plantar flexors. I'm getting the hip adductors, the quadriceps, the gluteals all tying in on one exercise. 
And I supplied Amy with the links, right, Amy, in case anybody wants to yes. access the wedges, they can go online. Whew. I'm feeling it, kids. I'm going to go for one more. Careful coming off. So I'm just going to take my time putting my equipment down. I want to make sure nothing falls, right? Moving these out of the way. Now, the next muscle group I'm going to do with this superset is for the chest. Why do we want to have a strong chest? You just want to be able to push open a really heavy door. You want to be able to push your grocery cart standing up, not slouching over it. You want to be able to push that stroller with your grandchildren, right? So this is what it looks like. Uh, unweighted. It's an incline chest press. I'm inclining so that it's easier for you to see. All right. Do you have to do it on an incline? No, you can do it on the floor and on your bed. So I'm going to come up like this. It's called a wide grip, keeping that chest lifted, no collapsing. Maybe some of you don't want to lie down and you want to do it out in front. So you can do it like this. Okay. So I'm going to grab my 15 pounders for this. And But you could do it with a lighter weight than that. You work absolutely. your way up to it. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is for me. This is what I use. I don't care if you don't have any weight. This could be your first time doing this. So don't use any weight. Go for the movement. Just see what it feels like in your body. And here's the effort is on the lift here. Exhaling up, inhaling down. No collapsing of that chest. I'm going to go for one more. Now, I turn the weights in, bring the knees up, feet on the bench to roll down, okay? That's how you want to dismount with heavier weights. And if you're one of the bodybuilding guys, that 15 pounds are nothing for you. Okay. Back to the wedges. So it makes you have to think about what you're doing, folks, right? Let me come a little more forward here. And this is good to think about what you're doing. Ball between the thighs. Careful, sometimes the ball will come shooting out. It happens. Just grab the weights here. All right. Back it up onto the wedge. Now, when you first get on a wedge, take a moment to see what it feels like, right? Okay, here I go. Sliding down the backdrop. Back up. And over time, those thighs will get stronger and stronger and more flexible allowing you to go deeper. This really is a new exercise for me. I guess I started getting into it about, I want to say about a month and a half ago, because I read the science on sciencedirect.com and it was called, the uh, publication was Experimental Gerontology. And they had this study and I was like, oh my goodness, 
this is us they talk about for elderly people and they went from the median age of 60.9 years and nine years in both directions from there so this movement excellent for those plantar flexors great for balance and last one here carefully coming off one weight at a time Okay, back to moving the bench. And grabbing those 15 pounders. This time I wanna show you what's called a narrow grip, where the palms face each other. There's more tricep involvement, the back of the upper arm. And front deltoid, front of the shoulder. So when you go to push open that heavy door or push that heavy grocery cart, you're also involving not only your pectoralis muscles, but your front deltoid muscles and your tricep muscles. You push down into your feet, firmly in your bench. Pushing that back into the bench. Puffing up the chest. Last one. And we're going to roll it down, setting down the weights, moving the bench again. Okay. So the next round is still continuing with some of the compound movements. This one is a deadlift. Folks, those of you with the spine issues across the board, this is an absolute contraindication, this exercise. You're going to do one of the two squats that we did today, all right? So what I'd like you to do here is um, I'm, going to I'm going to show you something here. I want you to see the difference between a squat and a deadlift. So I'm going to turn to the side. So they both have the preparation of the feet, hips width apart. So here's the squat, right? I'm going to do one more, sitting back into the chair. But here's a deadlift. A deadlift is about a hip hinge, hip joint, acetabulofemoral joint right here, coxal joint. So I bend the knees, hands on the thighs, and I'm hinging. I come up. Here's that squeeze. It's not a big back bend, folks. It's not one of these things where it's, oh, no, I don't need that. Now, what if you don't have that range of motion? Well, then you do this. As long as the knees are bending and your hip hinging, you've got it, okay? So that's a way for you to do this. I'm gonna grab 15 pounders. <clears throat> Toes are lifted inside the shoes. Chin is up, folks. We want the cervical spine of the neck and the lumbar spine of the low back to do the same movement. They both have a natural lordotic curve, which implies extension. So I was on another show and I was demonstrating this and I was so nervous, Amy, that I was going so fast and I was going into a bit more of a back bend 
And one of the viewers called me out on it. And I was like, you know, and I went back and watched. I was like, she's right. So I appreciated it. And I'm going to do one more, squeezing the glute at the top. Hold there. Setting the weights back down. Now I'm going to show you a fun way how to use the bench for a bench over rear delt fly. Let me just position this here. So the posterior deltoid muscles, the back of the shoulder. So I'm going to face this way. I want to make sure I don't bang into anything. Okay. I'm going to come close. Amy, am I all right with you? Yep. Okay. We can see just fine. Okay. So well, you might want to move toward the, the glass door. Toward the glass. Which might be your right, but I'm not sure. My <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. A little more. I just got to watch out for my light fixture. Okay. Yeah. Now I can see your left elbow. Great. Okay. I, I can I can go here. How's yep, that? That's, that's good. Yep. All right. Great. So I'm going to arc my arms and draw the arms back. I'm not pushing the head forward, right? And then I come forward like this. So it's just like a big old sort of rainbow shape arcing. And I'm drawing shoulder blades toward each other. That's scapular retraction. And these are the posterior deltoid muscles, the rear deltoid. So for those of you unweighted, you can do that, all right? Um, you can also do it from like a bent over position like this as well, providing you're allowed to do flexion and you can do it seated. I want to do it because I'm playing with leveling up. I'm going to put a little towel here on my bench and I'm grabbing my lighter weight, my five pounders. So the collars face each other. The pinkies are turned out. I'm bringing the forehead on the bench. Now, Amy, I need you to look at my, it sounds terrible, look down by my butt and make sure I'm not collapsing this way. Okay. All right. That's all I want to look for. Okay. And take it out. So this is rear delt fly. You can do them with palms facing each other, but actually anatomically, folks, it is better if you let the collars of the weight face each other. Pinkies are on the outside. This is not an easy exercise by any stretch, even if you're standing and doing it unweighted. I'm going to go for one more. And down. Walk toward the bench. Okay. And I'm going to move that bench again so that we can do our dead our um, deadlifts. I have checked my cheat sheet. Okay. So for the deadlifts, we're at 15. I'll face the other way. <clears throat> Hinging. Knees bend. Engage the glutes at the top. Belly button in. Exhale on the effort. For me, it's here on the way up. Inhaling, exhaling. So now I'm going to have to start to change my breathing, Amy. 
because the studies are pointing more and more, even for strength training, to exhale through the nose. Oh, been doing it the other way for decades, but the current science is out. Let's start changing that. Inhaling through the nose and exhaling out the nose on strength. Last one. And we'll set it down. Move that bench back. Grab the fives. And here we go. So remember, if you have those spine issues, you're staying upright. Belly button is in. Just wanted to catch that low back. I felt like I was starting to round it a little bit. Two more. Last one. And down. Okay. Now, the next combo is going to be triceps and biceps. Okay, bear with me a second here, because I'm going to slide her all the way out here, give you a good view. You just see, should be pretty good. Okay, so why do we want strong triceps and biceps? Well, folks, you know, your vacuum clean. Every time the arm comes out in front, it's tricep, front, delt, chest. You pull it back, it's bicep, posterior, deltoid, back. You pick up the grandkids, elbows are bent, biceps are recruited. You close the hood of your car, it's your tricep. Got it? Activities of daily living. So for this, um, this is an exercise that would be contraindicated for anybody with wrist issues. All right? Um, just see something here. Yeah, that's what I want. So I'm going to show you another way you can do your tricep exercise. You can do it standing or seated. I'm just going to prepare for my next movement. So you can bring your arms out like this and then extend. So every time you bend, which is a flexion, or straighten an extension, the elbow, this is tricep action. You can also do it bent over if you want to level up and you don't have the spine issues. You can do that. Or you can join me on the bench for what's called tricep dips. So I'm going to do a few warm-ups first, and this is how I'm going to do it. Bring your hands around the edge of the bench, shift forward. I'm keeping the knees bent, shoulders back. I'm just going to do a few like this. Now I bring out in front. This makes it way more work, folks. Chest is up, shoulders are back and down, because I am lifting my body weight. One more, and back onto the bench. Now, I'm going to move this for our bicep work. I want to tie in osteoporotic sites of forearm and wrists. How do we do it? We're going to do it today with hammer curls. I'm going to use my 15-pounders. Knees are bent. Belly button is in. Now, it used to be 
that, oh no, you can't have any movement of the torso. You cannot move the torso for your bicep work. It's a cheat. Guess what? You can now. They found that it's totally okay, provided you're not pulling your arms all the way back behind you. So I did this right away without demonstrating. Sorry, folks, I'll, I'll demonstrate in a second for you without the weight. But palms face each other. That's why it's called a hammer curl. One more. Ooh, there we go. So without the weight, obviously, it's going to look like this. So we don't want the elbow shifting back. A lot of times people do this. That's a little too much, but that little give is all right. But with your unweighted, no give at all. Okay. So now put this back. And second round, tricep dips. Chest is up. Butt is close to the bench. Inhale down, exhale up. Push high, push high, but don't bring your pelvis forward. Last one, back onto the bench. Here we go. And bicep hammer curls. Knees bent. You can also play with one arm at a time. When I had that cast on, my God, when I was doing everything unilaterally, my workouts were like hours long. But I didn't get osteoporosis again. So it was worth it. Last one. Easy on the down phase. And now for our cool down, Amy. So what we're going to do is what we did for the warm up. Why not? Let's work on that spine. I'm just going to leave that there. So knees are soft, hands on the thighs. Remember, no spine flexion for those of you with those issues, okay? Inhale, spinal extension. Now, I have more of a back bend. I can feel it just from doing exercise. And that straight training, I have more flexibility. Exhaling when you come into that standing abdominal crunch. So I'm just kind of borrowing movements from yoga, but it's great for the spine. Holding here, belly button in, and then take your time rolling up, shoulder rolls. And again, we want to do lateral flexion. Feet a little bit wider. Let's start on the other side. Inhale, slide. Exhale, slide up. So it's down and up. Stern toward the ceiling. And then arm up and over. Oh, it feels luscious after the strength training. And then inhale, palm up. Grab a hook. Exhale, reach out. Sliding down to slide up. Roll shoulder back. Chest is lifted. And then take it up and over. Again, stretching the intercostals and oblique muscles. Also, tensor fascia latte on the outside of the hip and thigh. 
Inhale, palm up, grab your hook. Exhale, reach up and out. Now, I want to take you into a little bit of a deeper back extension for those of you who can do it. So I'm going to turn to the side here. Feet definitely wider than hips width apart, no question about it. Placing the hands, palms down, fingers point down on the sacrum, the flat triangular plate at the low back. I'm going to soften up the knees a little bit, and then I'm going to think I'm sliding my sacrum down toward my heels, thus bringing the thighs forward, the pubic bone forward, roll shoulders back, puff up the chest, and then if you want, you can drop your head back. Be careful for those of you with medicated for hypertension and vertigo. You don't want to really drop your head back too far. And then inhale, you engage the quadricep muscles. Exhale, head, inhale again, shoulder roll. Do you have to go that far back on a back extension? Not at all. You can stay with the back extension of um, the spine extension we did in that cat-cow. Now, last one again, legs wide apart. Check your circumstance, airplane, either with big arms or elbows bent. It'll work either way, but that back heel lifts each leg. You see that each time. And then you start to slow it down. And that's what you got on Tropical Storm Day, Nicole, Amy. <laughs> Oh, it's a heart or a thumbs up for Angela. That was just awesome. She makes it look so easy and she's talking and smiling throughout, but she, and she could have said, I'm just going to use a one pounder here and, or whatever, but she, she leveled up and she did the, the, the heavier weights and she still did this workout and showed up for you guys. So give a heart or a like or a thumbs up or something. Thank Cause you. that was just, just awesome. I'm telling you. And you, you, we had a question while you were doing, I think when you were working on the triceps, because Mona, she said, that last exercise will cure my bat wings. <laughs> so uh, I, I know you're talking about this. Isn't yeah, it? I think that that's what she's talking. I call them high Betty's. Hi, Hi Betty. And then it goes. Whoosh, whoosh. Beck Midler has a whole routine on that as well. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, well, will it cure it? That's an interesting way to put that, Mona. Um, will it help? Yes. Now, I want you to focus, if you can, because I know that's a touchy spot for women, myself included, because I'll be like, if I'm in relaxed, then I could, you see, if I'm relaxed. Yeah. 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 So the thing is, is that um, what's more important to you? Is it your health or is it the cosmetic? I am not asking that from a place of judgment because I don't walk around and live in your brain, okay? From a, a health perspective, anything, Mona, that's going to let you extend and bend, extend and bend, particularly with resistance. Mona, it could also be like a, I'll call it like a double arm overhead tricep extension. You can hold two weights when you do this. Let me show her. You mind if I grab two weights? I, and I love it. All right. this, is, this is what we want. We want to see these different variations. Okay. 
of, of workouts. I'm trying to, when I bring the work in, it's not always repeat same stuff, although some of the same stuff is just so great that it should be repeated, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to take two weights here. They're eight pounders. I'm going to bring them over my head. So tricep overhead extension. This is absolutely the bomb for those bat wings, Mona. She said, that's better for me. <laughs> okay. Now, Mona, they can also be done one arm. I support myself. Let me see if I can get more here for her. Thanks. Thanks. So I'm going to hold here. Weight comes behind the head and up. Got it? So it's just a one-arm version. And that's something that you could also do on the bench, right? Yeah. Okay, now when you're doing it on the bench, you're doing it as a what's called a skull crusher. You want me to show you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, 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 it's doubt crusher. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, yes. Okay. So let me show you, you can do this. That's crush, right. Crush yeah. away your doubts. So I'm just going to lift my bench a little bit, just a little bit, okay? And I'm going to take, I'm going to grab those same eights. And this is a skull crusher, and it's called that for a reason, Mona, okay? Do you want to board your head? Same concept. Elbows are bent. Lower the arms. Exhale up. Now, we don't want those elbows wandering all over the place. It's alongside the head, not at the head. All right? And slowly take it down. Did that help you, Mona, to give you a couple of ideas? I hope so. Thank you, Angela. Oh, I love her. Thank you. Yeah, because I think sometimes the bench makes it a little less stressful, maybe on the neck or something for some people, you know. Yeah. No, it's in better form yeah. because they're not like wobbling all around. Everything is just kind of. Yep. But I, you're I, the I, pro. Yeah. But I've I've tried a lot of these exercises that you demonstrate, and that's why I'm so excited because now I'll have this routine that I can just follow it along, and right. and yeah. also just. But some of the times when I've seen other people show exercise, not people that have been on my show, but that I've seen, they don't always give that that feedback and that the 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 form corrections, you know, where because you kind of anticipate it. Be careful, don't do it this way, because you kind of know that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of know probably more from personal experience. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Lois said. I need to play the replay every morning to start the day. That's a great idea. And like I told people earlier, I'm going to be making some chapters of this so that when you do the replay, you can click on the chapters and it'll say this chapter, click here. And that's where the workout begins. If you just want to go right there, you don't have to worry about trying to fast forward. So that's what I'm going to do. That's helpful for people, you know. I love said, Angela, you are in great shape. Yeah, especially for someone who's diagnosed to be 90 years old. <laughs> I'm going to be 65 on the next one. 
Well, there you go. See, and and that's something to inspire to. You didn't start off with these super heavy weights that you're doing now, right? No, and I mean, let me tell you something. When I was younger, I I lifted heavier. I mean, I really lifted heavier because I had a different intention back then. This is another intention later in life, folks. Goals change, and I think they should because it makes life a heck a lot more interesting that way. Yes, I agree with you. And it's not how it's not how heavy you you're lifting, right? You want to be in that comfort zone like you talked about before, but yet you still want to make those micro tears in your muscles and make those micro fractures in in your bones, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let that all happen. Okay. And then also I wanted to somebody had asked about when you were using the wedge. The wedge. I'm gonna try and find that comment because I think camera let me bring it close to the camera so you can yeah yeah that was um art i hope i'm saying that correctly she wanted to know are you putting the high part of the wedge at your head or at your toe because she couldn't tell what she means at the heel heel. right okay so when i'm standing on it my heels are up here toes pointing down so plantar flexion right is when the foot points, it's pointing down. Now, I can show you here, Amy, and I'm going to because I want people to see how they can, they won't 100% duplicate the movement, but they will get a really good shot at it, okay? If you don't have the wedge, then what you wanna do is take your weights Line them up right up against each other, all right? And I don't care about cutting off my head, Amy. Right. I've got my heels on the handles of the weights, with not the arches. Don't do the arches, folks, because if you do the arches, it's going to make you do the sit back into a chair, okay? I'm going to go like this and show you again. Heels are up there. And then I'm going to slide on down. I would hold weights in my hands, but for the purposes of this demonstration, just so you could see. Okay. Now, what makes this not 100% is because the toes are on the floor. That means the toes are bent true plantar flexion, there's no bend of the toe. So that's why I'm going for the wedge. However, the wedges aren't cheap, okay? And and this is a good price too on Amazon, truly, but you can play with this for a while. Why not, right? You can experiment. Do you have to use the ball right away? No, I'm talking about leveling up to start recruiting more and more simultaneously when you're doing your exercise. Yeah, I, I think it's, you you always go above and beyond, and we're always so happy about that because uh-huh. you you're you're a true professional, and we really get to learn a lot about what you're doing and a lot about the exercises. Oh, Sky Love said Angela is the Energizer Bunny. She keeps going and going and going. Thank you, Sky Love. Thank you so much. I think I let Sky Love on um get to the root 
with um, Faith and Will Scott. I know. And, yeah, I know. I meet, I meet everybody on all the shows. Different, yeah, different shows, and then they, everybody kind of crosses over, which is really, yeah, really cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nancy Love said, sorry I'm late. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> you know what, Nancy? This would be a great workout for you because she's strong as anything. And this would be a great workout for her. So I want you to look at this, Nancy, all right? Excellent. Excellent. And you get, and that's, what's great about it. You guys can watch it in the replay and share it and we'll have the chapters going. So you'll be able to click and just you know, start. I, from the, the, I watch back the shows because I want to see where I got, what I messed up and what I, well, because I, you're not perfect and none of us are, and it's that's okay. Right. That's right? Right. I look and I'm like, Tennis and yoga girl said, great show, Amy. Angela's informative and offers clear demonstrations, which is what I was saying earlier. Absolutely. That is so important. Thank you so much. This heart does my heart so, so good. I have to tell you, everybody, for showing up. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you've been getting a lot a lot of shout-outs and everything. Oh, Gina said, I'm driving. But one of the oh, shout-outs to Angela, I'm excited to focus on bone density exercises. Yes. Right, not just for the people that have the diagnosis, but for the people that want want to prevent. That's so it. important, and I'm, I'm I'm glad that you're focusing on all that, and everything. It was just so fabulous. Everybody just put give a, a heart emoji or a thumbs up or something or click likes for Angela so that she can hear your love. So. I just want to thank you so much, Angela. I love, I love working out, you know, well, I don't always love it, but I love the results. <laughs> That's right. 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 Cause we always end with our, with our uh, <laughs> biceps and everything, but I, and I do, I love the results And there after, I think after a while in the beginning, when you're maybe doing it, it's hard to get motivated. But then when you get into that routine, if you do miss a, a day, you kind of feel a little off, like, oh, you know, and I really, I think that it's, it's very, very calming. It's a lot of the, everybody has a little stress. I mean, we're having some weather here, so there's always some kind of stress in your life. So it, I think it really helps quite a bit. But I really want to thank you, Angela, for coming oh. back. And I hope you'll come back again because I, I'd love to have you on. Anytime and, you want, Amy. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. You give me an opportunity to get creative. And yes, and you are, and you really take everything seriously. You plan things, and and you don't just come on and and do things on the spur. So tell us about what you do and how people can get in touch with you. Well, thank you very much. Um, well, my work is is I do work virtually primarily for um, uh, personal training and also for uh, yoga, both hatha and prenatal yoga, and for the training. What I typically do is I typically work with people who are 55 and above and way above, by the way. And for some people, that might mean that we have to do chair yoga or chair exercise. Um, and you can't. OK, I was I wasn't sure if you were able to. Yeah, hear we me. had a little something click off for some reason, but we. Fixed right. it. OK, so as long as you heard me, that's great. Yeah, we heard you. Great. Thank you. So um, you can contact me by way of the contact form on my website, which is boomerandbeyondwellness.com. There it is, boomerandbeyondwellness.com. And also, um, if you also want to work with me, um, you can do so by way of the, the group 
Feel Fabulous Over 40. And this is a program that was spearheaded by Chef AJ. And so um, on this platform, it's an amazing support group. It has just so many different ways of supporting each other in this process of, for some people, transitioning from the SAD diet to the whole food plant exclusive diet. But on this platform, I supply, um, I provide, I should say, um, exercise, strength training in particular, and yoga videos to the platform. So as a member, you get all of this. Now, um, Feel Fabulous Over 40 offers a $1 30-day trial period, and so you'd have access to my videos, which is, is proprietary exclusive material, and also I teach once a month a live Zoom class, which is typically strength training, and, um, and it doesn't matter if you're, because my work is being about inclusive to people who are in a chair. And so you'll find on there chair yoga, chair exercise. I'll teach the chair exercise class occasionally too. So um, you can do that and work with me more directly that way as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing all that with us. And I wanted everybody out there, if you could just type in what, what you're going to remember, what was your takeaway from today so that people who are watching the broadcast later on can see what it's all about. And please stay, stay tuned for a special announcement. I do want to thank Just Taz Voice because she did the promo and she's very helpful with a lot of things and we really appreciate her. She, she's very talented and she does a lot of the voiceovers and Instagram because I'm on Instagram if you ever want to follow me there too. But just ask boys, tell us who's coming up next. Kelly Morgan healed IBS by adopting a plant-based diet. Join us on Wednesday, November 16th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live. Well, most of all, I want to thank all of you because you're here and you're making comments and showing Angela your love, which is so important to me that she sees that you have love for her because I love her and I try to show her love. <laughs> and without you, we wouldn't be here. Well, we might just be Zooming with each other and chit-chatting because we're sisters. <laughs> but, you know, we're especially here for all of you. And, and to thank all of you, if you want, you can go to begreenwithamy.com slash join and I'll send you five free recipes in the email every few days. And you'll get to see me doing some exercises and some of my favorite foods. And then I won't bug you anymore after that. But it's just a, a thank you to all of you for being here. And also, if you guys want to go ahead and take your left hand and grab your right shoulder and your right hand and grab your left shoulder and squeeze. Because that's a hug from me to you. Take time to love yourself and accept love from people like us that we want to send it your way. And if you want, if you can comment with me, because Angela is going to be doing my tagline, and it's the be strong, be well, and be green. Are you ready, Angela? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> well, until I see all of you again, remember, be strong. Okay, two. <laughs> be well. And be Green. green! Thank you, Amy. I love Thank you, Angela. Stuff. And thanks, Green Warriors.
Bye-bye, everyone. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.